0: Hello, and you're very welcome to Mind You, where I dive into how different people use different ways to self-care. I'm Brian Barnes from Brian Barnes Wellbeing, where I partner with people to create unique well-being solutions. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to Kathleen Boyce. Kathleen has a huge passion for serving and minding others through her work as the founder of Kathleen Voice at Yoga and also the founder of Aligned Living Membership. So Kathleen, thank you so much for talking with me today.
1: Hi Brian, thank you so much for having me.
0: You're so welcome and thanks for joining me Kathleen. And Kathleen, can you start off by telling me a bit about yourself and how you got to here?
1: Absolutely. I, I really love that question. It's, it's something that I um, always ask others when I meet them is kind of tell me a bit about your, you know, your heritage and where you're from. Um, but it is a very loaded question. And especially in the sense of talking about mental health and well-being, you know, how did I roll into this industry? And I think for most people, uh, maybe not most, but I think for a lot of people, practitioners who end up in the mental health sphere, is through their own mental health journey, and um, so that's really that's really what got me here. Um, teaching yoga, teaching breathwork, teaching meditation, um, starting the Aligned Living membership, which I'll chat a little more about, um, and really, yeah, starting off, off my mental health journey on my mat with myself. It's it's also the way if we, when we move on to our kind of our next our next topic is that I really believe so strongly in in lived experience and being authentic and so around my early 20s I was di- diagnosed with um, bipolar I guess that's where it all started before being diagnosed I was in production so I was in film and stills uh, for quite a few years which If anyone listening here is in film or stills or production, you might know that very often it's a 4 a.m. wake up call with a Red Bull and a cigarette. And that's kind of what gets you going on your day. And thereafter, you don't know. It's 12 hours, it's 16 hours. I've worked 24 hour shoot days. And, um, you know, in my younger 20s, living the life in the city, partying as hard as I was working. And then just coming to that tipping point and coming to that breaking point where I found myself, basically, I, I was frozen. I was in a complete state of freeze in my nervous system. And I just closed myself in the in the wardrobe of the studio. And I couldn't leave, but I didn't want to stay. Eventually, they actually had to get my mom to come and and fetch me. And, um, and that's where it all started. So... As, as, as I'm sure you would know, Brian, the, the journey of, of giving or receiving diagnosis is quite interesting. Um, everyone you know has an opinion. I think that was one of the hardest things for me to get to where I am today is to realize that uh, you can take everyone's con- opinions into consideration, but in the end, the only opinion that, that truly counts is your own. Um, so it is nice to have gotten to that point. Um, but at that stage, when, when I was going through that whole kind of journey, it was the question of, do I go on medication? Do I not? Do I go the natural route? Do I do nothing? I had two parents who had different opinions about it. The one, the one wanted me to go this route. The other one wanted me to go that route. I had my partner at that point. He had an opinion about what I needed to do. And in the end, I really just had to sit with myself and, Someone who at that point, I think, was very unaware, very disconnected and very scared. Um, I have to look back at this point and, and, and just be very proud of myself that I made the decision that I did. I did decide to go on medication. Uh, and that is almost, I think, nine years ago now. And it's quite cool to say that to you here, because at this time in my life, I'm actually on the process of climbing off my medication. Um, I'm doing it gradually. I'm doing it with the help of an expert. I do not advocate going off medication at all. That's not what I do. Um, I'm just sharing my own personal journey. Um, it was always something that was kind of in the cards for me. And I think for me, one of the biggest things was when you are, when someone gives you a diagnosis of a of something like bipolar or anxiety or depression. And you can have the understanding that there is a physiological response going on within your body that you might not have as much control over as you think. Lifestyle factors, of course, yes, I can promise you my lifestyle factors played a massive role, but my mother's also been diagnosed with bipolar. So somewhere along the line, there's also a DNA genetic um, contribution um, happening. But for me, I think the biggest gift out of all of that was someone told me, Kathleen, you don't have to have a reason for every feeling you have. You do not have to tie down being angry and, and, and trying to find a reason or blame someone or blame yourself. And I think that's where my journey of observation started without me even knowing it. I think it's only just come to light that that is the gift that I got out of all of this. Um, And so really in, in, in that time learning to take responsibility and, and understanding that I wanted to change the course of my career and that I wanted to, to have more intention and awareness on what I was spending my time on. I remember at the end of my and please Brian tell me if I jump around a little bit that is the the brain that does that (laughs) so you can pause me at any time um but I I remember at the the end of my production career I was sitting in my office I had just been promoted I was earning a very good salary um and I was working on a very very big job I mean biggest relative to to the 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 production industry but it was about a a, a, i think a million rand or two million rand job and it was just an internal video for for a big client and i sat in my office and i looked up through my window in my office and my window opened up into a passage that faced a brick wall and the walls of my office were made of drywall meaning pretty much cardboard And the client that I was working on was part of the fuel industry. And I just had to sit back and ask myself, are you joking? And no digs to anyone who's sitting in that position. But for me personally, that's kind of where I said I'd never go. And here I was sitting in that position and at a full on burnout and a full out breakdown and and probably a very pivotal point, um, or one of the most pivotal points in, in my life. So I think that, yeah, like, you know, the question, how did you get here? I think for me, and this is still constant work is since then it's, it's been all about putting up boundaries on behavior, um, to stop from hurting yourself and, and it can be very extreme behaviors, but it can also be very subtle things that you do and say with an end to yourself, to your body, to your mind, um, that really don't give you the best chance to to feel amazing and, and live a vital life.
0: Wow, what an amazing journey, Kathleen. And yeah, I suppose from movies and kind of, you know, to yoga, that's a big jump.
1: Big jump, big jump. Um, So I, um, yeah, I started doing yoga as most people in the Western world do. It was my form of fitness, my form of exercise. And, um, during this time where I was going through the diagnosis and all of that, and I was just like, I need to leave. I need to leave. I need to leave. I was went every now and then i have a i have a twin sister but every now and then my mother my father and i the three of us hang out without her (laughs) so we can talk a little bit of nonsense about her (laughs) no i'm joking most of the time especially my 20s so they could help me sort out my life and this was one of those times and my mother is a ballet teacher and she said to me kathleen what do you really love to do like when when are you happy when are you ever happy I said, well, to be honest right now, the only time I'm really happy is when I'm on my mat. And she said, well, why don't you become a yoga teacher? And in a million thousand years, and ugh, yo, I will forever be grateful to my mother for that, because she expanded, in that moment, she expanded my life.
0: Yeah, because you know that saying, do what you love, do you know what I mean?
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Follow your um, bliss, follow your bliss. 100%, 100%.
1: And um, yeah, so I, I applied for my yoga teacher training. I did both my 200-hour and my 300-hour at a, at a yoga school called the Shala Cape Town Yoga School. And I also ended up managing the space um, for five years. So it took me two years to commit to a teacher training because I absolutely knew that the moment I start doing my teacher training, my whole life is going to change. And that's exactly what happened. Two months into my part-time training, my partner actually broke up with me, I moved, I left my job to go and manage the yoga school and just everything got turned on its head. And that's that's really where where this all started, I guess.
0: Wow, wow, I love it Kathleen, what an amazing journey. And again, thank you for sharing that with me. And Kathleen, diving deeper, kind of day-to-day, like you're the founder of Kathleen Boyce Yoga and Aligned Living Membership, day-to-day, you know, how you serve others, like let's say, you know, like when someone comes to you and, you know, like kind of they're looking for, you know, if they've never done yoga before, where do you start off with
1: So I, I actually wanted to start my, my answer to this question, Um, It was one of your earlier episodes that I listened to. I think if I'm pronouncing her name correctly, it was uh, Grayine Okane. Yeah. That's right. Um, And her answer to that question was, well, to look after myself first. (laughs) And I really love that she said that because I think that that is, that is really the essence of, of what I try and put out there with any and all of my work is that, and I have, I take no offense to anyone who, who calls themselves a healer. Personally, I did not call myself a healer because I believe that everyone heals themselves. Yeah. And as a yoga teacher, I'm a conduit. I am a supporter. I am a, a channel potentially for you to re- receive information that you need or whatever it is. And so for me, healing, I just,
0: healing is an inside job. So everyone has to do it themselves.
1: Exactly. There's, you know, we've got a, we've, is it an Afrikaans or English thing? No, it's English. You can take the donkey to the water, but you can't make a drink.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm quite, I can be quite blunt with my students sometimes. Um, But honesty is important. And um, so I think for me, because I really started as such a beginner, even in my teacher training, I didn't go into my yoga teacher training as an expert uh, yogi, if you would call it that, which which it's not really, but... Um, I really didn't go into my teacher training as an expert at all. In fact, I really struggled with a physical practice. I had no clue at that stage really around um, philosophy or any, anything like that. And so my, my passion for sharing what I do in my teaching of a, a myriad of, of different things really comes from the fact that those practices as someone who knew nothing about them, absolutely, and I always say, it it saved my life. It didn't change my life, it saved my life. And I remember in, in the beginning when I got into the philosophy of it all, um, there is a Sanskrit saying, and I know in Vipassana there's a there's a similar um, statement that is the loka samasta sukino bhavantu, which translates to May all beings everywhere be happy and free, and may the thoughts, words, and actions of my own life contribute to that happiness and that freedom of all. Mm -hmm. And that, for me, was a major turning point um, in my journey. And, you know, like you said, uh, as we were just mentioning, follow your bliss, you know, do what makes you happy. I think what I've also really found and what i also try to to put forward in all my teachings and i think that's where aligned living was really born is that chasing happiness is is chasing dopamine and it's never going to be there because everything is constantly changing everything is constantly fluctuating and so instead of searching or looking for joy and happiness constantly um Search for purpose. Look for your purpose. Find your purpose. And I think that's what teaching yoga has become for me. Um, Because you know, again,
0: you, you said it changed your life. So you know it works. Like, I suppose... I told you already, like I'm, I, I'm a mental health nurse, general nurse, um, clinical hypnotherapist, life business coach, mindfulness teacher. And like, I'm so passionate about sharing those tools with people because they've helped me on my own health journey and mental health journey. So same with you, like, you know, this works.
1: Exactly, exactly. I, I know that it works. My, um, my one teacher at the Charlotte, Thomas Sheehy, he's an amazing, amazing man. Um, I should actually connect you guys. <laughs> um, he always taught us in our teacher trainings that we're gonna have to understand that yoga is is scientifically unproven but experientially true, kind of at this point in the world. and um, and but we know it works, and I always say to new clients, I know it works because um because I have not only seen it in my own life, but in all my students, and whether you do one session or whether you do become an avid daily practitioner, it will make a difference. I, you know, I've never heard of anyone saying they regretted getting on their mat.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and just to tell me a bit more about, you know, like let's say a Kathleen Boyce at Yoga, like how that works.
1: So, Kathy of Yoga really was just the beginning of my my teaching journey. Um, it started with me just teaching outdoor classes, beginners classes. I then started teaching at studios. I then started um, teaching workshops, and that has all just grown more and more. Um, and so, that was almost like the the seed of of. Um, of sorry I'm just trying to get my phone plugged in sorry my husband's just bringing me the cord before my phone dies I feel like tech we well, think that we'd have tech down by now in 2020 <laughs> it's just like oh when people are on, on zoom or and they their mics are still muted you're like guys how do we not know this by now it's ridiculous I know, I know. um and so through a lot of experimenting through a lot of workshops that worked and a lot of classes that didn't and teaching a lot of courses and having a lot of discussions and things um aligned living came to me and that to me was really an expression of what i want to what i want to teach and that includes different modalities as i mentioned yoga yoga nidra breath work many pranayama Mm. um, meditation so different forms of meditation but then also including Um, self-care and and self-care on an individual level um I I get very frustrated and and there's nothing wrong with a good bubble bath I must say you know everyone loves a good bubble bath or a spa day but very few people in this world actually have access to a long walk on the beach or a bubble bath or a quiet home space or safety Mm -hmm. you know it's very few people have that in this world. And so when you come when you come to talk about self-care and and the the truth of it and how it applies to individuals, I think that we really have to be careful in our, our use of language around that because someone feeling like they never have time, as say as a mother or a, a a parent, they never have time to do whatever, you know, go for the walk or have the glass of wine. And all of a sudden they feel like there's no way of getting any self-care. And that's not true because self-care is so vast and there's so many ways in which you can look after yourself. So for me, working with my clients one-on-one is a very big thing where we take time every month to unpack how they're doing. And that is, I ask them everything. I ask them how they're feeling mentally, how their hearts are doing, how their body's doing, how their digestive system is doing you know what are their stress levels? How, how what's the quality of their sleep? What are they eating? Are they hydrating? Um, how are they How are their relationships doing at the moment? What are their stress levels at work? We can go on and on and on and on. But all of those things matter yeah. because when you put it all together, it all starts to compound, and and that's that's really what I love doing. And and one of the best ways to step out of all of that, yes, is your yoga asana. It's your physical practice where you get to get on your mat and just be in your body and get out of your head. But that can really lead you to, to really accessing your, your breath work, your pranayama or, or your chi and starting to understand your energetics more. And when we are able to smooth up the, the, the physiology and the energetics and the, and the emotional body and we can then find a place for the mind to be quiet, that's really when things start to start to shift.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And Kathleen, how, um, you know, how, how does the Align Living membership work? Uh, do, you, do you, do like one-to-one and groups as well?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, um, it is, it's a monthly membership and, um, I originally this these classes were just drop-in classes um, they started in lockdown there is a Monday evening class which is a group class on zoom uh, the clients who attend this are all over the globe which is which is really cool and really awesome and this class is a it's a restorative class there's some um, Yin yoga in it meditation yoga nidra kind of like wherever Kathleen is at that month at that time that's that's what I'm gonna teach um but this class actually started I started teaching it in 2020 during lockdown because I was really struggling with insomnia so I was practicing yoga or my yoga asana at about 11 p.m at night and I just thought to myself I cannot be the only person awake at this time and so I put it out there and you know lo and behold people were keen and we started our first classes it's now at 8 30 p.m but originally i think we started at 10 p.m because people were not able to sleep and so we were doing restorative practices and then we included a a more upbeat practice to balance that so more of a yang practice on a wednesday morning which is much more about um stimulating the the body so stimulating digestive system respiratory system the lymphatic system getting your mind and body connected, getting your, everything awake, getting yourself prepared for your day and and really trying to find more of a, you know, like they'd say in Vipassana, an equanimous mind before you set off into your day. And so those are the two kind of group combination classes, the Monday and the Wednesday. And then, as I mentioned, we do our monthly one-on-one private session, which in which we then discuss everything it could be questions about alignment or breath work techniques or whatever some sometimes the client just actually wants to talk about things or mat, and that's also cool um because it is it is all connected and so that's kind of how that works with the online membership um, the aligned living membership but that is is something that i'm growing more in person now that we can so also offering as i mentioned workshops which i do in person obviously yeah in south africa um and then also i i don't like using the word retreat because i feel like it's very like i don't know like too bougie yeah. <laughs> um but if you think of a retreat but not a ret- i'm still trying to think of the right word to to gathering
0: them. A gathering. gathering,
1: an experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for my. I'm waiting for my download to come for that one. Okay, um, yeah. And on those, it, there, it's it's a lot more. Um, I I I co-facilitate, and in those, we bring in a lot of plant medicine, a lot of other movement medicine, um, and so that's also kind of a, a road that Align living is going, and potentially some overseas retreats coming up as well. So yeah.
0: Interesting I, and I love your like v- again very much um you know who I'm passionate about is the holistic like you know uh, the holistic approach to health so you know like looking at the kind of mental health exercise diet you know sleep sleep is huge so oh,
1: so big so big
0: again that holistic approach is so important because um know again like for years it was kind of mental health and physical health are separate
1: and Mm -hmm. they're
0: completely interconnected so i love your holistic approach to that kathleen that sounds amazing and can you tell me now what's the your favorite part of the work that you do and why
1: oh my goodness wow i'm not sure anyone's really ever asked me that in that way before um i think the first thing that just comes to to heart is that, um, yeah, it, it will change your life. It, it will change your life. And so for me, I think sharing it, especially with people who've never heard of it before, is what really fires me up. Shame, like when, when people like introduce me <laughs> to their friends at a, at a barbecue or whatever, Um, And they're like, Oh, she, she teaches some yoga. And I just, I'll, yeah, I will speak for, for days and days um, because I know that it, it has the potential to, it it has the potential to, to help individuals heal. Mm -hmm. And when I watch an individual heal, I can see how they start healing the world around them. They start to heal their life, their relationships, their, their footprint on this earth, They they start to step into more of a, of a, uh, a, a, a con- the consciousness, and that starts to grow. And then we start to, you know, we start to up level in our communities. We start to up level bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think, you know, that for me is is probably the thing that excites me the most is when I see that people are starting to live lives of of quality and peace and compassion because all that does is it overflows
0: and the ripple effects of that going out into your family to your friends to your society out to your community into the world
1: exactly exactly
0: cool I love it Kathleen I love it well thank you for sharing that with me and can you tell me now how you mind you
1: yes I can there are there are many many things that I do um I have never been a big fan of routine, but I think that is a part of my Taurus nature (laughs) of just being stubborn and being like, no one will tell me what to do. I will do what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, But there, there's power in routine. If you can, uh, if you can transform it into ritual. Mm -hmm. And so for me, ritual is important. And, and so for me, I think I've, I've, I wrote a few things down that have really become part of my my self-care, if we want to call it self-care, you know, how I look after myself. And I think for me personally, one of the first things that's so important is understanding the different kinds of rest. Um, Rest is not just sleep. Sleep is one aspect of physical rest. And physical rest can also be something like a massage or... A swim or you know um, and so then they're there I think there's seven different kinds of rest, and really starting to implement that into my life has made a massive difference because I I tend to really leak energy and that's a that's a whole different story but then being able to rest and just fill my cup again sleep is like my I think I hope my husband is going to listen to this but, but I might love sleep as much as I love my husband it drives him crazy because he's, he enjoys his sleep, but he wants to be up and doing things. And I'm like a cat, I just love to nap. Um, the second thing I think, which is, re- which is relevant to everyone, not just if you own a, a digital biz- business, but is digital wellness. Um, we need to be looking at our relationship with the digital world with as much a microscope as we look our nutrition, our exercise, our relationships. It's a whole different paradigm. And we spend so much time there. So I think, you know, digital hygiene is something that I'm always trying to, to look at and really take the breaks that I need to take from, from the screen time, which is not only physiologically not good for us, but there's, I mean, you know, the list, the list can go on, but we do love it. And currently technology is allowing you and I to have this conversation and spread it across the globe. So you just need to kind of, you know, it's, it's give and takes. Um, another big thing for me is journaling. I I really believe in journaling, but not necessarily a, a daily journal. Um, that that hasn't really seemed to work for me. I tend to pick my journal up when I'm going through certain things, and I feel like, oh, now this is something that I need to write about. This is something that because and even though the English language. Does not really have the language to explain what we are feeling or going through. We can still make use of the of or whichever language you speak. You can still make use of your language and the words because when you have to try and formulate what you're feeling onto paper, you you process things in a different way. So, journaling for me has been a big one. Um, and then I guess most recently I've, I've just come out from doing my first Vipassana meditation course for those of you who, who are not sure uh, Vipassana meditation is a meditation technique. They are, I think 150 Vipassana centers globally, and you have to arrive at the center the day before they call it day zero and you're there for 10 days and you leave on day 11. But in those 10 days, you're taught the technique and It's, it's been a game changer for me in finding ritual in my meditation, but also understanding the, the power of silence. It's a noble silence course. And I, I've always taught noble silence in my Monday evening session. So again, it's that, you know, everything's so intertwined, um, stepping away from your tech, stepping away from the chats of the world for one evening a week can make a very, very big difference Um, in your life and um, yeah I think I think another thing to to just repeat again is for me it's so important to not chase happiness because happiness is temporary so when you are doing things to do it with a deeper intention to take time to be very present and specific about your you know your thoughts, words, and actions, and how that is contributing to your life and other people's lives. It really does matter. What we do today will affect your evening's rest. Your evening's rest will affect the way that you wake in the morning. And it becomes a roll-on effect. The more things you're doing to hinder you from being vital, the more that will roll on. But the opposite is also true the more you're doing to increase your vitality, to live in your truth, um, the more that that will roll on. And eventually it just becomes more and more subtle. You know, it starts with taking away the things that you're eating that are not good for your body or that are making you sick, taking away the toxicity in your life, whether it be food, whether it be drink, whether it be relationships, whether it be job, whatever it is, taking that away, and then understanding that once you, it's almost like when you, once you pull, pull the weeds out of the place, out of your garden, the other little plants that the weeds have been pressing down then have a chance to really grow and flourish and expand.
0: Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing that with me, Kathleen. And where can people find you?
1: So it is um, KathleenBoysayoga.com is the website. And my Instagram is also Kathleen Boyce Yoga. So very easy. Um, I'm sure you're going to you'll add my name on here. So it's it's K A T H L E N B O Y S E Yoga
0: cool well listen i will put a link to your website on this podcast and kathleen thank you so much for being so kind and generous and for sharing with me you know the amazing journey that you've been on and that you know that and being so honest about that how you mind others and the amazing work that you do and how you mind you and best of luck with everything that you do in the future
1: thank you so much brian and i'm sure this is the first little steps of of a a nice friendship to come in the future so thank you so much for having me
0: thank you so much for listening to mind you and i hope you've learned about the benefits of holistic self-care please like subscribe and follow mind you podcast wherever you listen to it and please share it so we can keep the ripple effect of holistic self-care going out to the world. You can find me and Mind You at brianbarronswellbeing.com and remember to Mind You.